Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. I'm not sure what the Yankees were thinking here. Uh, I, I, like, I don't like this move with Marcus Stroman. There was history in New York. There's stuff that's out there, you know, as far as the social media goes. I get that he's a decent pitcher, and even mm-hmm. that, he fell off last year. In the second half, I've always liked Stroman as a pitcher and thought he's been underrated to a certain extent, PT. I, I don't love this move for the Yankees. I love this, I, and I might be the only one who loves this. This notion that Marcus Stroman's going to destroy the Yankees might be the dumbest thing I've heard all day. Number one, can we can we chalk up the fact that, I don't know, like you and like me, people mature. Right. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's start with that. Number two, he always wanted to be a Yankee. Right. And number three, well, there's actually two more. Number three... I believe in the Yankees' culture. Like, I believe in Aaron Boone's ability to keep a clubhouse together. I believe in Aaron Judge's ability to command enough respect for that locker room to stay together. Same with Garrett Cole. And, you know, let's also, let's direct the the energy, the first part, at the proper target. Brian Cashman started this. I mean, and I know that there's other aspects of Strowman's social media stuff. I, 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 a, I get that. I mean, it's a pretty... He, he's got to dial that in. And if he doesn't, it's going to be an interesting ride. What makes ride. you think he's going to do that now? I think he's know? more mature. Okay. I think he's more mature. I think, and I also think he's desperate. And that's why I think this is a great marriage. Like, the Yankees got Stroman at a very good cost, all right? And Marcus Stroman, to get that 30-year trigger, which is the vesting option, he's got to throw at least 140 innings in year two for that third year to kick in. He's desperate because he's 32. The market slowed down to him from, for a crawl, uh, to a crawl this winter. Now, if it's that way now, what is it like when he's in his mid-30s, which is where he'll be if that third year doesn't trigger? So I actually think this is a perfect storm. Marcus Strome, the other thing too, Sal, and what, what's been one of the chief complaints about the Yankees outside of them not being good enough the last X amount of years? They're too corporate. It's like they trot zombies out there. And to me, the provided it's channeled properly, which I believe it will because I do think he's matured, and I know he wants to be here with the Yankees, is that... You need a couple of guys that color outside the line. You know, double play, throw your fist up in the right. air, look different, have some individuality. Make fun of Soto for the shuffle. Well, I, I know he's not going to do that. Now. No, but I'm yeah, saying yeah, like, yeah, yes. yeah. challenge people, show a little, I don't know, show a little charisma, show some stones. It's just like too many Yankees are carved out from the same piece of granite. I actually love it. I, I love it. I'm fine with that. Now, truth be told, I was a big Marcus Stroman fan. I believed in him as a pitcher because I value more so than the upside, the consistency and durability. 
You look at the guy, he's taken 25 starts, if not 33 starts a year. Mm-hmm. He's generally going to keep you competitive in a game. Some years, maybe more than others. Yep. But for the most part, he's going to be pitching to around a three ERA. So I slot him in automatically a number three starter, and I think he's a, a plus three starter. However, like too much I've heard too much negative things about what went on in the Mets clubhouse, how it was a bad influence on certain guys. We've seen, we've all seen the way he is on social media. And like I said, I was one of his more vocal supporters, whether it's on this station, on SNY. I actually had like a good back and forth with him on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And then unbeknownst to me, he blocked me for some reason. I think it was because it was critical of the, of the Mets, the team in general, like, I like his messaging, the the heart doesn't measure height stuff. Like I, I really think he's, I think he comes from a good place. Mm-hmm. I, but I just haven't seen him act the the way that I would hope. Like you said, where you evolve or mature. And I still feel like he's he's got this me against the world thing, which has been detrimental to his at least perception. Okay. Certainly on social media, which could bring a negative feel maybe in the clubhouse. I do think Yankees are different than the Mets. Don't get me wrong. But there's a reason why Strowman, the pitcher, is not getting paid the way that he should based on performance. I understand that. You know, the me against the world thing is is probably the reason why he's here. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't know who Marcus Strowman is, if you think about that. You know, his his baseball tra- trajectory, he's not that prototypical six foot five righty, throwing 97, 98, mixing in, you know, a changeup with a, a, a 15 mile per hour variance where he toes the rubber and he's basically unhittable. This guy's got to grind. This guy's got to battle. This guy's got to be... I don't want to say perfect because he does have good stuff, but even jumping off the mound, fielding buns, fielding his position again. I I I love the energy that he brings, and I also I do need to reassert this excellent like, fielding pitcher. You're right. He oh does my god! All, but that's what I mean. Those are important things. They matter. The, he's a he's a good pitcher. He is. But but the problem is he, the other is he, stuff. Well, why hasn't he gotten paid like a good pitcher? Yeah. Like the Mets who desperately needed pitching, and he was actually good with the Mets. He's good in New York. Those are hard things to find. They let him go. They didn't even want him. Yeah, that doesn't mean, though, that's the right move. Same thing Just because the, they let him go. Same Who would you rather have take the rubber this year, Mania or Strowman? I think it's a great question because I was actually thinking about it with Severino and Strowman. Or Severino and Strowman. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, if you're going based off of pitchers, just pitching. That's, I, yes. I like the known commodity. I'd rather have a solid number three. Like, I always love Steve Traxel. And people are like, Steve Traxel, why do you like him? Uh, he took three and a half hours to pitch a game, yeah, though. That was the worst part. Human rain to light yeah. up. But because I knew roughly what I was getting from him. Yeah, and, he's and, a pro. And, and Strowman's better than him. I'm just saying, I know what Rick Reed was one of my favorites. You, A, a legit number three, takes the ball every fifth day, can mm-hmm. give you five, six innings, allow no more than three runs, keep you in a game. So I value that more than Seve could be a one. He also could be throwing batting practice. Gotcha. But... Dude, like the stuff in the club, like there's a reason why. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay, no, and he won with the Cubs for two years. Like he's a good pitcher. Teams need pitching. He's getting no money. Listen, there's been several warning flares with Stroman. I'm not ignoring that. But again, just to, to to reiterate, I trust the Yankees culture, and and not that it's you know so much better than the Mets. Whatever happened with the Mets, whatever didn't happen with the Mets, right now to me is immaterial because he's 32. Uh, he's with the team he always wanted to be with. You would imagine that that would you know lead him to maybe I don't want to say conform because I don't want him to change too much who he is, because that's one of the reasons right. why I like him. Right. But maybe tighten up a few things and button up a few things. Listen, I'll, and again, I know you, you've been open about this, with, with, you know, when you got fired from FAA, yeah, sure. going to OR, mm-hmm. and you had to mature, and I had to mature. Right, right, right. We were both a little bit of loose wires when we were younger. 
And, you know, I'd like to think that I, I know that I've matured, and, and now really, really knowing you, right. I could tell as a dad, as a husband, right. you've matured, okay? So the but thing, it shows in our actions. Well, that's, and that's been, what I'm saying. It's been going on for a while, but he's still fighting with people on Twitter well, and on Facebook. Well, he deleted some of the old stuff at this point. And now, to me, the, the, the slate is, is a little clean here. But you need to understand who's just uh, not blocking people, not battles with people here at the fan, which did not include me, so I'm just going to worry right. about my own battles. Are you blocked? By him? I don't even know. I don't okay. follow him. I, right. I honestly don't. Well, I'm, me neither, I'm gonna start but if you, now. I want, I'll be curious. He checked during the break, Steve, yeah. Because he, he's. I'm going to check. He blocks like I everybody. know he does. Yeah. I, I heard Gio this yeah. morning. I know your history, right. some others. I'm going to check all I that. I was but, good with him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he turned, turned on you. He pulled an orange off on, uh, I, on Hogan. He, I, raised, I, you, yeah. he raised your arm and then he gave you the old hammer. And I legit never said a bad word. I know you actually were a fan, but you need to understand. I want to get these calls. I don't know where Yankee fans stand. Me, I absolutely. Number one, they need him. Number two, from a pitching perspective, number two, the energy to me is going to be a great thing. Understand, understand who started this. It was Brian Cashman. And now put yourself in Marcus Stroman's shoes. Go back to, for those who missed it, in 2019, now, I don't I don't know if Cashman meant to say this. I don't know if maybe he mm. didn't know that he was in a public. I, I don't right. know. But the quote that got out, or at least the genesis of the quote, the premise, was that Marcus Stroman was not good enough for the Yankees' rotation and that he would be an October postseason relief pitcher. Now, if you're Marcus Stroman, you're not allowed to fire back? You're not allowed to, over the years, say, oh, how's that Yankee rotation doing cash on social media? Which, by the way, is the way younger Athletes, you but know, then why respond? delete the tweets? Because in the time, well, because he's trying to now negotiate with the Yankees, mm. and he doesn't want it to keep. Now it's it's there forever, the imprint, the digital imprint. But by deleting it, it shows a little maturity. And now, again, he's got to, you got to walk the line, and he's got to stop these daily battles with fans and personalities, and he's got to be a big boy. And I believe he will be. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Kevin is calling from Colmac. What's up, Kev? Hey, uh, great show, guys. First of all, I love the move from the Yankees. You slot him in number three. He's solid. You know, it moves everybody back one. But, Sal, and please don't yell at me. But my issue is, Every move the Yankees make, you think is a horrible move. But That's then not if true. They don't make moves, that, well, hold on, hold well, on a second. On. No, 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 hold on a second. Okay. That's not true. I love the Juan Soto move. Okay, all right. I apologize. Okay, no, it's but, okay. But go ahead. I didn't even say this was a horrible but, move. I didn't even say this is a horrible move. I said I like said, Stroman. You said at the beginning, I don't like this move. Well, I, I like Stroman. Yeah, I like Stroman, the pitcher. I. It's a weird move for me. The Yankees could have gone in many different directions, and they signed Marcus Stroman. And you're you're right. And you know what? Where I agree with BT is, I think by the fact, and you've said it, why hasn't anybody else signed him? Maybe that's humbling him. Maybe that's saying, you know what? Here's my opportunity to really show on a, on a very big stage what I can do and kind of get some of that stigma off of me. Yeah, I mean, maybe that is the case, Kevin. Thank you for the majority. call. Thanks, Kev. This has nothing to do with my fandom or anything like that. It's just... This was a weird one to me, where you talk about the other options, and we could get into the bigger picture of the Yankees offseason. We will. But for now, let's just focus on Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. I I honestly didn't believe it. When Bob Nightingale, for two reasons, I didn't believe the report. <laughs> one, because it was coming from Bob, Bob Nightingale. Nightingale. Two, because I was like, there's no way the Yankees have interest in Stroman if I know what I know about what went on with the Mets when he was here. 
like there's no obviously the Yankees know about that, right? They're doing their homework. They're hearing behind the the, the scenes stuff as well. Sure. Like there's no way you would want to bring that guy in. Now I respect him for saying, you know what? Screw that stuff. We're just gonna go get the pitcher because the pitcher is good. He's a good pitcher. Good number three. He's not a number two. Not a number one. He's a solid number three. But the other stuff is just to me like. Eh. And by the way, how would he be as number four? And we'll get to that later. Great. I, I think there's four. more coming. But I, I, I think you have to trust the the culture. And let's not confuse results with culture. Like, all right, a lot of you didn't want Aaron Boone back. I thought that was unfair because I think if you understand sports, you don't win unless you have players. How's Popovich doing right now? How's Steve Kerr looking with an aging Warriors team? How's that team going, huh? Not well. So if you don't have the horses, you're not going to win. I think so. I think that Boone is, is very good at morale. Uh, One thing he's proven to be very adept at is when injury strike or losing streak um, really seep in and begin to sabotage the season, Aaron Boone has shown the ability as the manager, as the the visible leader of this team, to kind of stabilize things. He has. That's proven out. And if you watch baseball, you know that I'm right. So if you trust Boone's instincts there, if you think Judge is a legitimate leader and captain, I do, if you think Garrett Cole's work ethic and results and just day-to-day calming presence is enough to Keep Stroman, I don't want to say in line because he's an adult, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I do think it is. I think uh, the Yankees' infrastructure is perfect for Marcus Stroman. 100% agree that there's different infrastructure with the Yankees than there was with the Mets. But some of the stuff wasn't about necessarily the structure or lack thereof with the organization. It was about the individual and the way that he handled certain things. And even if you ignore all of that, what went on with the Mets, we see how he handles things on social media. And I just... I don't think that the way that Strowman handles things on social media is a healthy way to do things. Now, maybe he has evolved. Maybe he's learned more. Maybe he will learn even more being a part of the Yankee culture in their clubhouse and being happy with the Yankees. I just, there were to me, there were better options out there. And I was surprised that the Yankees went this direction. Bobby's calling from Pearl River. What's up, Bobby? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? How are you, Bobby? Hey, bud. I'm going to preface this by saying I think it's a good move and it's worth taking a flyer for the price. I mean, Frankie Montas, like, didn't pitch last year, and he got, like, $17 million. So I think it's worth a shot. The guy was an all-star last year. But the other point I had was that my wife graduated Pat Med with Marcus, and uh, I just laughed seeing it through their lens because they just say what an arrogant douchebag he was. (laughs) But, you know, I think that plays into his character, and I never liked him. Um, he's blocked like me and all my friends on social media because, like, you you tweet one thing that's critical of him or the Mets, and you're like Satan to him. But, Bobby, let me ask you, you know, a question, Bobby. I, I hear you. That's your perspective. I respect it. How old are you, Bob? Uh, 32. Okay, you're still fairly young. What was Bobby like at 22? A little different? It, oh, oh, 100%. There I you totally go. agree. Right, but Strowman's still tweeting the stuff your, today, I though. With your point. I agree with your point of him maturing. I think the I totally, BT, I'm with you. I think. He puts on the pinstripes, and I think he kind of feels it. And I think he kind of changes his attitude a little bit. I still think he pitches with that chip on his shoulder. See, I don't think but he's – I think that's kind of why he is who he is. Yeah. I don't think he – and thank you for the call, Thanks, Bobby. Bud. And I understand the chip on his shoulder, you know, being maybe a smaller guy and being doubted, whatever it may be, I, which is one of the things I like about it. Matter of fact, I didn't even realize this. So, like, when I did I, – I, I, you know, I forget exactly how it even started up that I got in, in touch with people from his team or whatever, but I think I said something nice about him and then one, one thing on Twitter with him. But then I started buying stuff from there, from his clothing line, and then they even sent me some stuff. But I wear this bracelet every day. It's a bracelet okay. from, 
from his company, Heart Doesn't Measure Height, and it says, believe in yourself. So, like, messaging like that, I loved about Strowman. However, he and, and again, whatever, that doesn't really mean much. We're talking about the pitcher. I think the pitcher is actually good. I think the messaging is good. And I don't even care if he blocks people that say bad things about him on Twitter. Like, that happens. I've done that before plenty of times. Like, I could understand being like, all right, screw you. You're taking shots at me. I'm going to block you. He, however, like, I never said a bad word about him, and he blocked me. So I'm sure that that I said about the Mets. Mm-hmm. What, I, we can't be critical of the Mets. You're going to block everybody that says everything about negative about your team or Some the Some people do. Yeah. Does it impact their performance? That's all I care about. Makes them look petty? No, it it just, I don't think it's healthy behavior for him. Like, if it were me, if I were him, I would never even be on social media. Mm -hmm. We unfortunately kind of have to play a part in that. He doesn't. And again, I'm not trying to tell him how to run his life and all those different things. And I do think it is different with the Yankees. It's not just that. It's that combined with some of the stuff as far as being him against the media or having teammates turn against the media. I I just don't think that's a healthy way to operate. I do agree, though, what is different with the Yankee structure. Yeah, and there's also a difference between, you know, fighting or blocking whatever social media cesspool participants and and having legitimate beef with teammates and being positioned as a bad person. I don't think he is a bad teammate. That's why I'm bringing that to the table. That's all I care about and how he pitches. Now, now maybe there's some issues with authority. Maybe maybe there was some issues with the media. Same with David Wells. Same with David Cohen. was young. I've never heard of all the stuff. It was never like he's a bad teammate exactly. or guys don't like him. Precisely. And that's what matters. Well, and what matters most is pitching. Richie is calling from Queens. He's good at that. Richie's calling from Queens. What's up, Richie? Hey, Rich. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How are you? How are you, Richie? All right. You know what? Totally agree. I think it's a, it's a good move, BT. Absolutely. You know what? He's not going to get the top five-year contracts. He's never been a dominant you know, strikeout pitcher. He strikes out six for innings. He's a ground ball I pitcher. I love his stuff. Yeah, and, and he's not a guy that so you're going to look at and say you got to give him five years at $25 million. They got a good two-year deal. He's going to be a three. He is, like Sal, you touched on it. He's a great, great fielder. He's a sinkable pitcher, so home runs are not going to be an issue in that park. Although he hasn't think. pitched well in Yankee Stadium, just as a fact, but keep going. Yep. Yeah, that uh, that can be that that can change too. I think mm-hmm. if he gets there and it's his home field, maybe he makes adjustments. But it's a it's a good move. Look, they built up their offense. They got an innings guy to give you five or six innings, and um, and he's never really been a bad clubhouse guy. No. Yeah, the social media—that's the way of the world at this point. Mm-hmm. But how could you knock it? Two years? You're not going to give Snell five years. You're not going to give uh, Montgomery uh, five years. The, the, it's the a definite plus for this team. The clubhouse go, thing. And thank you for the call, Thanks, Richie. Buddy. The clubhouse thing is a weird one because there's a difference between being a bad clubhouse guy or being a bad clubhouse influence. Yeah, like Kevin Brown was despised by teammates. Right. I, I don't. Marcus Stroman is not. I don't believe that to be the I personally don't know me neither but I do know that he could be a bad influence on some or has been a bad influence on some uh some young team. players yeah well maybe the way that they deal with the media yeah, and things yeah but like that's that. where culture comes in that's where you know not just judge but DJ LeMahieu obviously Garrett Cole and you know Soto's here for a year and hopefully you know 8 9 10 12 after that remember but for two, now a year remember too he was with the Mets during the pandemic mm-hmm. like there was a lot of yeah. stuff going There's on. A lot of stuff going on, I know. And you have a lot of time on your hands because you basically had to stay in your hotel room yeah. when you weren't playing. Yeah. I mean, look. Which I've, means the laptop is out and you're probably bored and just tweeting. I've always liked <laughs> the pitcher in Stroman. I just felt like for the Yankees, it was a weird one. I didn't think that they would go down that road. And I think that they could do better or could have done better. And 
I think this might be it. I love. Oh, 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 we're going there already. Uh, I, I don't think so. By the way, I love the Strowman move. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. We'll get into some football as well. Super Wild Card Weekend. Woo! Can you feel it? I can't wait for these games. Already making plans. Tell my wife to do whatever she's got to do. I'm going to be watching these games. We'll have the perfect parlay pick segment coming up. The playoff edition of the perfect parlay pick segment plus half. Is going to unveil today, God. BT, what we're going to have to dress as, being that we lost the perfect parlay pick have segment mercy, from the regular Huff. season.